and we're all back live again um, on the stream. So hi everyone. Um, can can somebody say a word though? Because I'm not hello. There you hello. Go. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this you is like the waving. trick where you you know where you start talking but you don't actually say any words no. just to make people believe that they're that you're muted. Just stay muted. Um, Damn it, Chansey. <laughs> hey, hey, be 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 nice to each other. You'll hate each other plenty later on. Um, <laughs> all right, then. In that case, welcome back, everyone, to the final section of the Equinical, as uh, you are all gathered together uh, near Lord Storm, and uh, you have chosen to approach the waiter that brought him the suspicious drink. At least suspicious, according to Lady Rhaenyra. Uh, and, sorry, and Jean-Jacques' investigations. So, um, you you interrupt him, and he stops, and he goes, uh, Yes, sir, how may I help you tonight? I, I hope uh, by telling me who brought sent the drink that you brought to Lord Fennec. You see, uh, the, the venerable lord would like to reciprocate and return the favor. Um... So I'm interested to find out who sent it. I'm very sorry, sir. Um, that that was a while ago, and I, I frankly I don't remember. We get a lot of requests for drinks for other people. Um, it it escapes me. I'm sorry. Do I get the sense that they're entirely truthful or not? Feel free to make an insight check. Oh, nice. Fourteen. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he's lying. <laughs> he's not a very convincing so, liar either. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, so I'll. Yeah. Just with a still smile on my face, I'll let a little bit of that true nature come through. Hopefully, in my mm -hmm. in my general expression, like probably the the picture that you made for me. Um, okay. Just stare real deep into his eyes, and I say. Is it, uh, I say he, because I'm it uh, an asshole, and I'm just, okay. Um, so I'll look him deep in the eye, and I'll say, listen, son, just tell me. It's going to be much simpler for you. Sir, I was asked not to divulge that information, um, but it was a gift of a nice drink. I don't see what the problem is here. And now I'm asking you to do divulge the information, because... There are circumstances that are beyond your pay grade and understanding. So you will now tell me. Okay. Um, quick question before I ask for anything. Uh, where are the other Ashen Hearts in relation to this? Are you guys holding back? Are uh, you guys? I'm set? next to Jean-Jacques. Okay. So in that case, please roll. I, I will say with that, and I'm assuming the rest are as well. Uh, please roll Intimidation with Advantage as... Essentially, this is you know the superhero lineup moment where yeah, like Jean Jacques <laughs> is demanding it, and all the others just cross their arms and stand in the back menacingly. Um, I do this pose and crack. Okay. <laughs> <Not quite>. Twenty three. <laughs> Twenty three. Jeez, all right. Please calm down. It was Mister Mister Grundig. Mister Grundig wanted to buy the Lord a drink, and that's that's all. Which Mr. Grand Dick, Philip? Yes, the the loud one. He he came back in a while ago and he wanted he said he wanted to make amends. Good lad. And I slip him a gold piece. 
he looks very confused for a moment, but immediately recovers. Thank you, sir. Puts it away, and the moment you take your attention off him, he's gone. Yeah. Okay. And I just look at look at Barnick, and I just look at me like, you know, real people really need to, you know, be more aware of who they're they can bullshit or not. I, it's quite disturbing these young people wanting to. <sighs> and there's kids those sides and walks off. <laughs> Kids these days. He's off with this these days. It's like fuck me, man. Just okay. All right. So it was Philip Gruntek. Mm, correct. <sighs> now, I mean, the problem with this is that it doesn't really tell us much other than Philip is just as much of an asshole that he seems to be. I mean, it is incriminating considering all that's happened but if we could get him alone you might be able to suggest that he <laughs> well tells the truth around everyone else uh, yes but you see there's a small matter of that being quite risky because if I fail, for example, if we're detected, can lead to quite an unpleasant situation. It's not the best idea to try and ensorcel members of the Grand Assembly, generally speaking. And Because he, he's a member as well, right? He's not just, he's an actual member? Yeah, he is an actual member. Yeah. He is in the Republican Reform Commission. Yes. Do we know anyone else from there that could help? I don't think they do. You are a bit quiet, by the way, Barnack, I know. So don't worry about it, oh. but just so you know. I don't whoa, know if your whoa, mic wait, is wait. further away from your mouth. Shouldn't be. Okay. Um, let me check. No, that's much clearer. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, we don't know anyone else from the, from the same commission, though. Um, well, uh, uh, there's another way that we could go about this. Is You remember that silver tongue that, that you were asked to procure? Thankfully, I got one somehow lying in my pocket. Um, Can you show it, please? No, that would be entirely inappropriate, Barnett. Come on. We're at an official event. That another time. Does it belong to that ring that speaks to you? Is that what you mean? The ring also has a silver tongue, yes. But I don't have it on me. No, I'm just, saying just taking another drink. Where is Philip right now? Uh, Philip, uh, make another perception check. See if he can spot. I'll Philip. turn to Barnack. Like, help, help me find the gentleman, yeah. please. I, I or, do need, and I will try to help Barnack find the gentleman okay. by saying that, if I may. Um, <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll, if, if there's a chair, I'll just like gently climb on top of it so that I can see. So Barnack kind of looks around and then decides, okay, I'll grab a chair. Probably have to pull it into the courtyard because like what there's not that? actual chairs there. Um and then tries to climb on top of it. I try and stop I'm like, no, it's not you can't you can't climb up I on a chair, Barnack. I extend my arms want me to lift you? Yes. I don't need a chair you can just lift me. That's also good. <laughs> Alright, make an athletic check, uh, Tani. I need a perception check. God almighty, what have I done to deserve this? 
<laughs> Ill effect. Barnack probably gets lifted. I try like, to, like a I try to grab him from his torso. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What was your athletics? Eleven. <laughs> okay. So it kind of becomes more of you grabbing Barnack, and you get him like halfway. And then you realize Barnack is pretty damn heavy. So you're, yeah, you're about the height of, of an average human person now. Perfect. Um, but it's not much higher than that. Yeah, that, that's fine. Okay, okay. so... Um, careful with those hands, Tommy. And I'll then look Go around. Ahead and make your perception check. Uh, with say, advantage? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are both on we the We don't want another de-panting incident. Uh, that's good. That's good. That is 21 in total. 21 in total, okay. Uh, with a 21 in total, you spot, like, so just for your perception, right? You guys are in the courtyard, which is essentially this building that runs with corridors around a relatively open courtyard, um, in which the only notable feature is this statue in the middle. So you guys kind of get closer to the statue, not really super out in the open, but definitely where you can see the most around you. Because around you, there are many doors that are open to the courtyard as well, from all the offices that normally sit around here, which have all been open to each other as well to create this sort of space. And as you get lifted, you start to look around, and it's essentially Tani, you hold him up, and you have to just kind of twist around and turn um, as you're, uh, to, to, to give Barnack his field of view. And like a Barnack, lighthouse. You spot Philip currently walking quietly, shoulder to shoulder, with Jean-Pierre Chopin. Um, target acquired is with your cousin, Jean-Jacques. Um, is there... Well, I won't point. Is there where I'm looking right now? Okay. Nani, can you see him? I look around from his torso, like... Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, so, yeah, let's follow him with our eyes. Uh, Jean-Jacques, ah, Jean-Jacques not maybe here. Nicolas, you still here? Oh, he might have gone to pay the thing. Oh, right, right, right. Um, in any case, um, as you guys Where are watching... Where are they headed? Uh, well, they're actually just walking in the sort of, you know, it's not a circle, but more square, but they're walking in the... Um, mm. They're walking around the courtyard. Yeah, yeah, just, just... Walking and talking. Yeah, not walking leaving. and talking that's, and drinking. Philip seems to have calmed down from his earlier outburst uh, that that almost had him removed from the party entirely, um, and he seems to be in quite com quiet conversation. In the background, you guys still hear occasionally Lord Fenwick's voice rising uh, to you know challenge things um, unnecessarily loudly. So. I don't know if we should approach both of them, but if we do, Tani, Jean-Pierre was very interested in talking to you. Well, at least at, at the party. Mm -hmm. Do you think he wouldn't be interested in talking to you more? Although he looked like a sleaze bag, so I don't want you to talk to him if you don't want to, of course. He was a... I mean, at least Jean-Jacques told me that he was a sleaze bag, so... No, he's definitely a sleaze bag. Oh. For sure. So, the, 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 should we approach both of them, Jean-Jacques? Would we... saying hi be useful? 
because we were at that dinner before. So maybe it would be courteous to say hi. Yeah. I mean, that's a good opportunity to approach, especially since we don't know Philip. And my apologies for my absent-mindedness. There was a tray of food nearby that caught my attention. I think that, yeah, I think we could approach them. It's a decent enough opportunity. Just be mindful of what we're trying to achieve, right? My suggestion would be to disparage the Lord Storm and strike up our conversation that way and, you know, rely on the fact that we all hate nobility. Yeah. Um, One moment, there's another tray of food nearby. Oh, boy. All right. So no direct questions. Perfect. Let's let's move. Let's move before they part ways because then we wouldn't have any other reason to really go to Mr. Grundig or Philip. I don't know what he'll like to be called. Okay. So you guys go and approach um, Mr. Philip Grundig and uh, Jean-Pierre Chopin, the cousin of your very own Jean-Jacques. How do you want to open this conversation? Um, I'll let Jean-Jacques do that. He said he had a silver tongue in his pocket. Okay. Um, yeah, this is, so this is slightly awkward because uh, you're, you're placing <laughs> Jean-Jacques at, at the center. Um, and he's not yet. Yeah. Um, that's okay. Okay. Um, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll then. Um, um, Mr. Chopin. He looks over, um, and you see him kind of almost affectionately put an ar- put a, put a hand out to stop Philip from walking, and he beckons him over, and he, uh, you can see him already introducing you guys really quickly. Um, you can see the names form on his lips. Um, and as he comes close, he says, uh, Ambassador Stoneheart. It is... Uh... Oh, uh, wait, it no. It is a sorry. pleasure. Different voice. Ambassador Stoneheart, it is wonderful to meet you again. How are you doing this fine evening? Um, it's a pleasure to see you, sir, as well. Ah, I have been practicing. And he holds on for a moment, and then he extends his hand. <laughs> oh, And that he waits for you to good. do the same. And then he takes your hand to shake. Perfect, perfect form, I have to say, Mr. Chopin. Perfect form. <clears throat> wow, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I am uh, I am nothing if not uh, very conscientious of other cultures, so I appreciate that you've, uh, you've made me and aware. And meticulous. Of, and uh, meticulous, I have well, to thank say. Thank you, thank you. And of course, the lovely Tani. Wonderful to see you again. And, um, and your Wonderful friend. to be here. Yes, of course. My apologies. Philip, please excuse me. Uh, these are the wonderful um, Ashen Hearts, if I recall correctly. Yes. This is my very good friend, Mr. Philip Grundig. Perhaps you are acquainted already, or is this your first time meeting? Um. And you can see he kind of... Philip takes a sort of more protective stance, folds his arms, um, doesn't look very eager for the conversation. I don't believe we've ever had the pleasure. Sorry. No, indeed, I don't believe that we have. 
Um, very nice to meet you. What uh, what brings you to the to our celebration tonight? Um, I don't believe that we have freelancers here often. Um. Well, I kind well, we of were invited. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, uh, Jean Pierre kind of goes like, "Ah, oh, cousin, I uh." Thought you were a bit uh, preoccupied with the food there, so I thought I would just uh, leave you be. But uh, very kind of you to join the conversation. How are you tonight? I'm very well, my dear cousin. And yes, I was indeed. These prawn cocktails are absolutely to die for. Oh, they are, aren't they? Just oh, so good. Quite. Quite. Um, I, I look at uh, the Lord and bow to, to Philip. I say, mm-hmm. uh, we were invited by several members as um, associates. Associates? Oh, that That is interesting. You must tell us more about that. <laughs> that's Philip or... or that, no, that, that's Jean-Pierre. Absolutely. <laughs> Philip is like, not, not taking part in the conversation as much. Yeah. He gave him this fucking incredulous look like, what the fuck are you doing? You can doing? see like just the, the <laughs> most pleasant, carefree smile going as he just waits for you to bullshit your way out of this one. Well, I just say, um, well, I uh, would be more than happy to share, but as you know, we do cherish the privacy of our clients and the freelancers, and it is one of the more, well, sought-after parts of our business. Of course, of course. Um, I suppose that's a, a very admirable thing to do. I, uh, I hadn't really considered that so far. There's a uh... In these halls, privacy is a bit of a bit of wishful thinking. Isn't that right, Philip? And he kind of nudges Philip a little bit, and Philip just uncomfortably smiles um, and just seems to try to, to want to escape the conversation. So as he gets nudged, uh, he looks around, and you see him literally look at nothing, and he goes like, Ah, uh, please excuse me, I, uh, I need to have a quick conversation. And he begins to, to head off. Was he looking at us with, like, hostility or just, like, awkwardness? Um, more, well, make an insight check, actually. Ooh. 18. Okay. Um, yes, 18. The best that you can make of it is that he... Um, he is a man who's who, who was in a private conversation that was interrupted. And mm. unlike Jean-Pierre, he is not hiding it very well. Okay. Well, I... I, hmm. Does anybody else have an idea? Or should I... Well, Mr. Jean-Pierre, and I'll look at Jean-Jacques, like, for a moment, with one of my eyes going left. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Not the eye again. (laughs) All right. Um... Mr. Chopin, have you heard about the recent um, terrible, terrible attack on on the on the well? At least the rumors are saying that someone attacked Lord Storm. I have heard these rumors. Yes, uh, quite troubling. And I, I will say, in this moment, all of you very notice because he's not trying to hide it. He looks to Jean Jacques and just like raises his eyebrows real quick and just like mm-hmm. 
like like he's trying to convey a secret um or that he expects jean jacques to understand at least um so he just kind of looks at jj and he goes uh like he like is that like you I can interpret that it? however you want to interpret yeah. it um yeah <laughs> i lean in towards him and say well i can't you know well I can't say that I'm surprised, considering his political leanings. Indeed. He is uh, quite a troublesome little fella, and uh, I would say he has the potential to become big trouble quite soon, if, uh, well, if whoever um, stands against him doesn't move quickly enough. Did, uh, did the, uh, did, like, uh, Philip, like, leave yeah yeah philip or walked away he... like oh he's fuck. Not in this conversation. <laughs> no no he he the soonest opportunity he got he left um he didn't want to be in the conversation anymore hmm. i kind of look at him and be like um yes indeed i'm sure that person must have quite a gripe with him to send such individuals Quite a gripe. Oh, I don't know. Seems, uh, from what I heard, that it was uh, business as usual uh, in some circles of our great assembly. So uh, I don't know that it was really that uh, that uncommon. Or speaking of any large personal disagreements, uh, simply the nature of business in our republic. I would say. Mm. Or you would disagree. They kind of look. Oh, well, I'm sure that you know better than I do, dear cousin. I am but a visitor here, and I look after the guy, and I, you have many friends in many places. I do indeed. That is uh, the nature of my job on behalf of our family, dear cousin. Of course. And I also just wanted to say it's such a shame to see Mr. Atticus Hope and such poor behavior tonight you see him just light up and he says oh yes absolutely terrible to to see what has become of the man i uh, mm. i think it's a tragedy frankly and um i can only wish Indeed. him well but uh, it seems that uh, he has behaved in such an atrocious manner that uh, it will be quite easy to uh to make the case that he should not be in any particularly important places or positions for the near future until of course he recovers his wits and is quite himself again of course of course but i'm sure that somebody better is waiting in the winds ready to do what's best for the republic undoubtedly i mean you yourself are one of these people who are always ready to help the republic and there are hundreds if not thousands of them ready in our great capital to uh, ensure that all the wheels of government run smoothly of course of course, their cousin. He kind of like takes a moment and lets the silence fall, and then just leans forward. He says, uh, "Well done, by the way." Thank you. Good luck. And you as well. Hey, <laughs> JJ's cousin. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, Chancy. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> all right. Um, well then. I uh, wish you all a lovely evening. I believe it's time for me to retire. So, um, I wish you good night. 
and he, you know, makes a slight bow uh, to the group as a whole, and then just starts heading off, clearly having no intention of actually leaving, but he's just kind of relaxing and talking with people. Um, quite quite chill. Where, where did Philip Grundig go? Um, he tried to get out of sight ASAP, so you saw him cross like part of the courtyard, and then dip through another door out of sight. We need to corner that one. Yes, I think that my cousin tried to tell me that it, it is either Philip or my cousin that did this, so. Mm -hmm. He didn't seem surprised at all. Well, one thing that you find out is that, well, it's, it's not really surprising. Mm. But... Well, yeah, Lord Storm was screaming that, but yeah, he was familiar with it. Oh, no, I mean, it's quite common for these types of things to happen in the political battlefield. True, but Jean-Jacques, if I remember correctly, and there might be some drink, some alcohol in me, so it might not be letting me remember correctly, but the ones that attacked Lord Storm, they were connected to our other target, weren't they? Well, so whoever the serious motherfucker. Yes, let's <laughs> call it that. Yes. Sure. I totally fucked up a word there, but never mind. Um, yeah. Well, all of the potential allies that you would want in this type of endeavor are pretty much connected to that other target now. Which means that one of these two might know who that other target is. Well, not necessarily. But maybe. Like you were a citizen of the Republic, it doesn't necessarily mean that you know the Grand Pensionary personally. Quite the opposite, really. You had no fucking clue who they were. True, but I'm not an actual citizen of the Republic yet. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah, I am. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. What matters is maybe they still, I mean, that's a slim chance, but we, we should take it. But we can't really do it in the open. I don't know. I need a drink. <laughs> yeah, this is your thing, Jean-Jacques. Go talk to whoever you want. Oh, also. And I hand him two pieces of papers. You can use this if you need to, like to intimidate someone or something. I take a look at the pieces that's of paper. My, that's my plan B, by the way. So, like, so. Turnock tries to actually reach out and stop you from handing it off, but then he just kind of backs off. Um, and Jean Jacques, you do indeed see two pieces of paper which have written on them, Barnack. Uh, Scarlet Rose sends their regards. I just, I just really quickly look at it like, what the fine? <laughs> and I can like crumple them up and then just shoot like a, a localized uh, flame, uh, flame bolt in my, in my hand, just burn this to a crisp. Or would that be too obvious? <laughs> no, I think you could do it if you also incur the damage yourself. Like, yeah, I'll take the that. Ooh, okay. wait. No, I mean no, it's not. It's no. not going to be the full damage. It's going to be like. Oh, okay. 
so you take one point of damage as you just like okay. hold it in your hand, and you guys, th those of you closest, do see like a brief flash of fire out of his hand, just like a little bit, and then just a tiny bit of smoke that curls up. Uh, and then when you open your hand, there's just burnt paper, which obviously has burnt your hand as well. Jean-Jacques, ah. why did you do what that? The? What the hell is wrong with you? That's what? Turner just what goes. What are you doing? Turner just goes. He has them. more. Yeah, we lost no. four of them to our members. How many do you have? You, what the? I'm not telling. Please don't, because it's better if I don't know. Another fifty. What? Fifty. I wanted to slip a few of them to people. To 50 fucking people? No. Why'd you make 50? I... Doesn't matter. Go, go. Yes, I, I don't know. I'll... Do you want another piece just to have it? And no. Plan? No. Absolutely fucking not. Okay, no. they are staying with me then. Okay. I think... That... We might be pushing our luck if we push too many buttons in this event. So I think that we should wrap our business up. That's true. And consider this not a success. I can tell you that it has been a success with regard to other business. Well, it was also a success because we have narrowed it down to two people. We yeah, can we tell confirmed they are Lord. suspicious. Yeah, we can tell that to Lord Storm. We can also tell him who it wasn't. And, I mean, he is a lord. He should have more authority uh -huh. and help. There. And, we can, and we can tell him who it was who, who sent the spiked drink to him. That too. Which I, I mean, think we can consider evidence that at least there is a significant amount of animosity. Of course, yes. it would be best if we were to procure more evidence. But remind me, Kevin, we were like... He wanted a clue, right? It wasn't necessarily like you need to no, confirm this 100 million percent. No, it wasn't this person at the Equinical. It was talk yeah. with people and find out what they think, what they're saying, and yeah. whether any of them are particularly likely to have been the culprits behind the attacks on me and my family. Yeah. So, yeah. By, by that standard, I would say that you've definitely achieved what you're looking for here. Does that mean that I can get piss now completely well, and then we leave yeah i think you can definitely get super drunk but just don't get a paradise drunk you remember what happened that time and we don't want to do that we don't talk about that one yep we don't talk about that one. i'll go or, drunk or, maybe, yeah. or maybe not that one either okay just like regular regular drunk regular drunk days. let's not let's not open weird boxes no Tani? Just look at Tani with like a dead fan face. Just say, you have no idea, Tani. Okay. So, um, what what is the plan going forward here? Do you guys want to stay at the Equinical for a particular reason? Or do you want to sort of move forward to pass the Equinical and see where that goes? Uh, I would like to get a bit drunk mm -hmm. and also keep an eye on Lord Storm as he leaves so that nothing happens to him as he's leaving okay yeah maybe even just board his carriage if i can like just ask him to to go with yeah him. i mean you guys can go back with them if you like and get them yes. back to to the manor yeah altogether just yes. to make sure yeah okay i just like to do two more things at the equinical 
One is just briefly pass by Elena or try to grab her in her meanderings through the crowd and just say, you know, thank you for the conversation tonight. Um, I believe that we should converse on tomorrow when you have some time. She will say um, to you that she agrees and that you should come by her house in the morning before before noon. Okay. Great. And then the second one is just like, you know, moving through the crowd. I will for a brief moment pass through the eyesight of Esme if she's there. Okay. And just give her one look and then move on. Okay. Um, hmm. Interesting. Let me see here. <clears throat> as as Jean-Jacques does so, um, you know, the final steps before you guys leave with Lord Storm, um, you catch Esme's eye, and immediately you can see she looks... She looks kind of bashful, shy almost. Very young all of a sudden, and very much like the woman that you used to know, um, almost immediately. Like, it's kind of catapulted her backwards in time. And you leave her, obviously, you know, looking uh, flushed as you move on. But uh, definitely not any hints of the confident dealmaker that you saw earlier in the day. Yeah. Or the night, actually. Interesting. As, as we're leaving, I will turn to Jean-Jacques and say, Oh, by the way, a good thing that you... Well, did you take our stuff from the office? Um, no. It's there. How will we get that? But I believe that Lady Elena would take care of that for us. You've thought of her, everything. I'm going to go. Well, see, Barney, that's why you keep me around. Fair enough. All right. So you guys set out with uh, Lord and Lady Storm for the manor, um, passing back through all of the security checkpoints. Um, you see a number of important people either, you know, still drinking and having a good time or some of them actually leaving as well. Um, and you see a, a whole um, just line of carriages out in front of the Solidariat waiting to take people to wherever they need to go. You climb aboard, and Fennec is still kind of ranting and raving. He's starting to get a little tired, but he's still ranting and raving about, you know, the various flaws, but also his crown-minded loyalties and the fact that he, you know, he would s still sees the Republic being better off if it returns to being a kingdom. And, um, you know, he starts this whole rant about, I don't want to be king, I just think that somebody should be, and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, really, his, his conservatism kind of on full display here. Um, and it turns into quite an awkward night as Rhaenyra is trying to calm him down and the rest of you are riding with them. Uh, kind of cramped also, uh, just to make sure that you can all ride together. But uh, you do manage to make it back to the manor. No dead guards or anything like that, so you are quite safe as you return to Storm Manor in the Catsty district and can retire for the night or discuss a little bit before you retire. But uh, I presume that most of the meaningful conversation will probably occur uh, in the morning as um, yeah. you guys have some time to, to, to talk over breakfast and uh, get your bearing on uh, on everything. Just a quick retrospect question. 
while we were boarding the carriages, you said that mm -hmm. there were other carriages yes. nearby, right? Yeah. Um, could we see anyone we thought was important boarding any other carriage? Yeah, absolutely. You could see several people. Um, you could see uh, the Empire ambassadors, um, the Duke and the Duchess, both... Okay, uh, departing in one quite a ways away from you like further down the line yeah, one, one that's very close to us uh, um, just one that was really close to you yeah i would say you could probably see um see the carriage of one tiefling um that you're not sure which tiefling it is necessarily there are a couple of prominent ones but definitely one uh, that was described to you. Unless you want someone that was specific to no. the list that no, no, Lord no. Fennec no, gave I was, you. No, I was, I was hoping to, to catch Philip Grundig or someone else close to us. To oh, no. It's, uh, unfortunately, some, some that's... Some of those that's, papers um, into their carriage. Unfortunately, that's that's quite specific. You would have to have timed your leaving yeah. with, with yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, 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 but no, I Which didn't. unfortunately doesn't quite work And I'm out. too drunk for that. No, anyway. <laughs> that makes sense. All right, so... Um, return to the manor. You guys have time in the, in the night to rest and recover at least your wits if not your strength um since you you did have to deal with a lot of things but sadly also you return to sleep without your friend core by your side for the first time in a long time uh for for many of you and um perhaps uneasy dreams at least the night is cold and throughout the night several of you at various points wake up um, hearing strange sounds outside, thinking perhaps back to that night where the creature arrived, but nothing happens, nothing growls, nothing wants anything of you. Um, and you make it to the morning, early morning, well before actually uh, Lord Fennec um, awakens himself, only Lady Rhaenyra is awake, um, and she says that he is uh, quite a heavy sleeper at the moment, and it seems that whatever he was spiked with Presumably, this lecospore poison um, has definitely knocked him out good for a while. Uh, the poor man doesn't seem to be catching any breaks anytime soon. But um, she will make sure that, you know, um, you guys have your food and drink and that sort of thing. <coughs> Jeez, sorry. Um, before she returns to the chamber uh, to attend to her husband. So, the four of you uh, sit at breakfast, perhaps quietly at first considering um, what's happened the previous night and maybe chatting a little bit when there is a distinct knock at the door. One of the guards opens it up and there, and perhaps Chansey, you would like to describe yourself um, as you stand in the doorway. Um, so you see human, um, dark brown hair, uh, heterochromatic eyes, one green, one blue. Uh, scarred up, but not like overtly damaged. Um, wearing what kind of armor do I actually have? Um, some kind of armor. Breastplate! Yeah. <laughs> um, shield, mace on my side, um, and a cloak. And you can see his side, like a amulet hanging underneath the brace, though the breastplate. Um, yeah, and you know why uh, you've been sent here, but um, for for Chansey and for um, the character's perspective, um, as you guys sit at, at the table, um, and maybe also just nice to have a bit of a recap, let's each of us describe ourselves. I'll do, I'll do Turnock for him. Um, but uh, Tani, 
maybe you would like to start. Um, the, what does Tani look like as she's sitting at the at the breakfast table? Okay, um, you know she's a half orc, so she's tallish, muscular, greenish, um, not as dirty as normal because you know she had to get ready for the clinical recently. Um, she's donning, she's back to her normal clothes, which is a sort of tabard looking thing like going over her pants very loose um yeah very loose pants uh nothing special about her her shoes very lightweight um she does have some markings in her arms one of them is like a black inky animal thing which she acquired recently but she also has some scarring uh, some tattooing, like orcish symbols that she could have picked up uh, here and there. Um, what else? Messy hair. Uh, really not as messy as before, because again, she had to get ready. Um, but normally she doesn't tend to comb it. She prefers it being messy. Um, and um, she she usually likes it ha away from her face but and not not like i am right now with my hair in front of me but always has it behind her back and i think that's well okay. brownish eyes nothing very special uh orcish fangs peeking through yep that's it all right so yeah tani and you know despite um the way that she's changed it is also uh, similar to what you recognize, uh, Chansey. Um, next up, Jean-Jacques. Sure, yeah. So um, <clears throat> Jean-Jacques a half-elf, kind of medium height, uh, lean, uh, but slightly muscular build, so toned. Um, he's currently probably like has a, a, a just a white simple shirt that's probably like unbuttoned um, a little bit and some dark pants, uh, slippers or something on. Um, he's a very handsome, uh, handsome guy. Uh, has slightly, but very slightly pointed ears. Uh, there's some traces of elven heritage there, but it was very faint. Um, his features are kind of angular and, and um, go between like uh, quite severe and, and, and kind of like a, um, more exotic i guess has um aquamarine kind of green blue eyes <laughs> and um blonde hair that's almost almost white that it he puts up in like uh i didn't even try this is just how my hair normally looks kind of hair that you instinctively know took him at least 15 minutes in the morning to put like that but it looks effortless um and he's kind of like looking at you with a curiosity and like tilted head. All right. Um, Barnack, how about you? Uh, Barnack, I don't hear you at the moment. <laughs> you do now. Yes. Yeah. So um, as the doors open in front of you, you see uh, also a dwarf sitting down, uh, currently holding his head in his hands, probably because he's hungover or something. Um, 
he has a bald head and a rather silver short silver beard although it seems like he's trying to grow it longer at least from what you see um his uh, uh, face features are distinctly he seems like a nice grandpa basically <laughs> but at the same time uh, as you as the doors open open up he stands up and he's not uh he's not a chubby dwarf at all he's actually a muscular dwarf although he is quite short um he has um i actually forgot what he has i think he has a uh leather uh armor on he has leather armor on and uh yeah he's currently holding uh one glass but it seems like water which is very unfortunate for him but it needs to be water and distinctly as you open the door one of his eyes just moves his left eye just moves a bit toop, to the left <laughs> all right only um... his left eye though and uh, next to them, sitting, is also a dragonborn, a white dragonborn of, I would say, indeterminate age, just because the, the, the race is so different than um, anyone else here that it's probably harder to determine. But uh, definitely white, very muscular in his own right, um, and very quite tall as well. Um, just kind of probably just leaning over and eating at his breakfast thoughtfully. I think Tarnok's been pretty thoughtful so far. Um, the most notable thing is that he has something akin to sort of dreadlocks, sort of part of him that, that sticks out and is bound together behind um, and he probably wears already part of his um, quite heavy uh, I think scale mail armor um, that he has if I'm correct but in any case it's this blackish armor that that is very very well made um, and he probably wears like part of it already but just enough that he can still sit comfortably at the table without needing to uh, um, you know without needing to sit uncomfortably for most of the time and all of them just kind of look up at you um as you enter and so chancy you know um why your character has been sent here um but the rest is up to you regarding introductions i will say tani as you look at the door there is a familiar face it's, it's different you know years have have painted themselves onto it just like they have with you but it is a familiar face myra i sort of want to stand up uh i would have I'll recognize those eyes anywhere. Hi. It's been I, very long. I didn't think I'd see you. I haven't seen you in years. What are you doing here over at Lord Fennec's house? Um, looking for you guys, actually. Um. Hello? Okay, okay. come, come, come closer. Hello? Yeah, I'm like, still outside. I don't want to, like, go on. <laughs> okay. Are we getting arrested? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 maybe, no, um, no, definitely not, um, I, like, probably pull out, like, whatever piece of paper I have with my instructions, right, yeah, and go and, over them, yeah, yeah, no, definitely not arrested, yeah, in fact, you do have, uh, among those instructions, you find, maybe, maybe just now, because you, you maybe, uh, were a bit preoccupied with, introductions and that sort of thing you find official like notice of your transfer into a particular group here uh, i'll pull that out too like right. I'll, I'll like start handing it to, to hani like not knowing who's like group leader <laughs> <laughs> um so by the way myra you have been given 
inspiration thanks to the chat so uh we are currently i should have probably told you this sooner but we have up to three points of inspiration that you can gather um and i'll explain more of the rules later but um feel free to add one in any case um as she hands over this piece of paper um you see it is official freelancer paperwork and it uh states that she um her name myra Erwood, has been transferred to the ashen hearts um pending approval of its leader but um with recommendations uh to join you and with all due haste in light of the developments last night at the equinical is it from taskmaster silver yes it is um no bye <laughs> I, I i look at the paper and um they're crying <laughs> Okay, okay, I know her. I know her. She's she's from my time when I visited Stormcrow over at Finn's. I knew her. Well, I know her. I know those eyes. I was I was gonna send a message, but I didn't know what was going on. You know, the travel. I I didn't want to waste any spell slots. You know how it is. Um. Okay. So. We have to approve. Myra, would you kill an innocent person? If they're innocent, no. Fair enough. If they're Good guilty, enough for me. they should go to jail. <laughs> Excellent deduction skills, Barnack. Thank you. Real, I've... real tough questions leading to witness. Okay, let me try again. Myra, would you pee on a corpse? Is there any other? No, why? 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 Well, that's a bad answer there. <laughs> Tarnock just looks oh, perplexed yeah. at everything. <laughs> now, perhaps. Is on yeah. fire and there's no water around? Like. That's clever thinking, and that's thinking like me. I don't know if that's a good thing. Tarnock is just shaking his head in the background, like, no, it's not. But yeah, if this is Jean-Jacques, Tarnok, Tani, this is from Taskmaster Silver. Uh, Myra, I, we kind of, I won't say lost, but we departed with a friend yesterday and- That was worse, just as an FYI. That is worse. Did How you, do I say you... it that's not worse? Did you did you ask to join us because you've heard about us or was it Taskmaster Silver? Um now read my note. <laughs> I I will say there's probably some level of, of flexibility there as well. So if you want to say like, you know, that you pointed out that hey Tani is there, maybe I can join them. Okay. Uh, that that is definitely viable. Yeah. I'd like looking through my like contract stuff like even i don't remember um i made the suggestion um but you know i guess they have the final decision oh, but boy. like jean-jacques made a suggestion kind now of... if i may glorious leader um mara would you mind telling us a little bit about what it is that you do i think um, that will make it an easier decision for barnack to be well, well I can say she's a fellow freelancer, even back then. Okay. Are you a freelancer from here, from Postizia, or from some other place? 
reading all my stuff. Um, I've I've given you a lot of notes. I'm also happy to clarify. Um, But in this case, so um, your hometown is is indeed here, the capital. Uh, But you, every freelancer, and I would probably Barnack also knows this. um, Every freelancer trains in Watchhold for a year. Uh Aha! So every every freelancer. Every freelancer trains in Watchhold. Do do I remember her at all? No, no. Okay. wasn't it wasn't in your batch at least mm-hmm. and you're one of the latest batches so she's probably been a freelancer yeah. a little longer than you guys that's how long were you a freelancer uh no and i know i have the notes for this i just have to read it why there's so many notes <laughs> just to clarify for anyone watching i gave her three pages full of information so three pages i thought it was like four <laughs> or four i don't even remember but uh it's it's a lot of information it's not like you know it's oh. a lot of fluff no it's all information so funny um. like two to three years ago so for close to three years two to three years ago yeah yeah it, it depends on how you want to count that time uh, based on you know the the event that occurred in your background. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I leave that up to you. I'll, I'll continue to count it. Okay. Uh, so like three years. That just goes uh, to I... shows we ask good questions. Tani, yeah. can you please um, help our guest sit down, maybe bring some water? I just need to ask Jean Jacques something. Not nothing with you. Myra, of course. Just a moment. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I, I grab her, like, sort of, I hug her real fast and then just grab her and, and well, grab her by the shoulders and guide her and don't worry, they're nice people. They're gonna accept you. They're asking a lot of questions. Yeah. He, that's just our leader. That's that's how he is. He's the leader? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's great. You'll get to know him. Yes, yes. He's great. <laughs> All right, Aww, so Tani. as Tani guides uh, Myra to the table, Barnack, you have a moment to confer with Jean-Jacques quietly. Jean-Jacques, um, mm. I would like to have her on our team, and it doesn't matter what she can do. Okay. Um, she might be able to also help me with what I am... Well, with answers mm. that I'm searching for. I see. You were thinking because she's been with the freelancers longer. Yes. Good. I was Good. thinking. I am quite surprised at that fact alone. So in my wonderment, I am inclined to 100% agree with you based <laughs> off of that fact alone. But... Don't spoil it. Just... Radha. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course. Ha. What did you want to say? Ha. Ha. Nothing. That's enough for me then. Okay. I'll go put my my signature down. I don't have a pen. I'll go ask Lady Ramira for a pen. And okay. I go actually into their room to ask for a pen. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I just hold a pen behind him like I got. Doesn't matter. Right, uh, but yeah, no, you can easily uh, acquire yeah. the uh, um, the fountain pen and ink that uh, yeah. would be commonly used here. And um, 
sign your name to the document that will officially make Myra one of the Ashen Hearts. Um, so it's uh, it's all pretty easily done as Barnak emerges once again and places his signature. And with that, immediately, Myra, you have found your new place uh, in a new group, which might feel a little strange, but uh, they are currently having their breakfast. You can join them for it and um, and perhaps ask each other some more questions, I suppose. But I am especially interested in um, what the Ashen Hunts plan to do next as well. So, well... I think we need to wait for Lord Fennec to wake up to do the the what's it called the debriefing debriefing that's right we need to do that and mm. Lady Elena suggested that we come by in the morning so if Lord Fennec seems like he might not wake up anytime soon I think we should go about our business and then return Get Becker, Heversack. That's right. also true. The only thing is that I don't trust your cousin, and I don't trust that he. Whatever will... for? He's such a decent gentleman. But you said he wasn't. I know. I, I was sarcasm, Barnick. He's the worst. I still can't get sarcasm. It's okay. I. Do you think he would attack Lord Fennec again right now after the Equinical? Well, I mean, you. I know. I well, know, uh... sorry, not him. Someone. Right. Um. I would doubt it. It's a. I think a little bit risky to do it right after. Uh, so soon as it's uh, still got the attention of the Black Hats on it. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I don't think he'd be so obvious. He wouldn't be above doing so, but you know, I, no, I was it's not thinking... about above. It's just a an unwise thing to do. Yeah, he did ask us to ruin the image of Attica's hope, and he could have asked us to ruin Lord Fenix Storm's image as well. Now that he was at it, right? That's also true. Yes, but it's I think a less of, with Lord Storm. It's less about. Um, his image, because if you think about it, the, the the gentleman Atticus Hope, he received his appointment as a privilege. Lord Storm is a member of the assembly that's being assigned to a particular, uh, let's say, committee, right? So it's it's less about, I guess, privilege and more about a job. He would have to be disparaged quite heavily and repeatedly for, for him to be As you guys are talking, uh, a note is placed on the table by one of the guards and he will quietly tell whoever's sitting closest this was just delivered by a messenger boy. Okay. And he leaves. The note has if been I'm, revealed in your handouts. If I'm the one still sitting at the table, can I take it without him? <laughs> Probably. You could be the first one to read it. Um, yeah, definitely do. So Myra ends up being the first one to take the note and uh, read its contents out loud, I suppose, to the to the party. I probably read it uh, silently first, and then go, "Hey, you got a note," and then start reading it out loud. Oh, 
So yeah, go ahead and read it out oh. loud for the stream as well. Mm. Okay. Um, so I take the note. Um, um, this is interesting. Um, uh, allow me to read it word by word. <clears throat> you, uh, you allowed me to live when we attacked you. So now I am repaying the favor. Argyle plans to burn down the Stormcrow Tavern tomorrow. If you want to stop him, he is in hiding at a warehouse in Catsty along the southern wall. Tenebrin Lane 3742. Hmm. I don't know how long he'll be there. Good luck. We spared his life and that's what he wants to do? I think this is one of the other people whom we spared. Oh, you mean no? Yeah, right. I mean Argyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all... I mean, I told you he was gonna do that. Something of that nature. It took how much? Is it two days? Was that was that a hundred percent right? Morning. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quite accurate in my estimates of how quickly the judicial system moves when needed. <laughs> told you we should have killed him. Well, we thought you were gonna actually, and we had a crisis. And then, for some reason, when we returned, he was still alive. So we never questioned you. Yeah, you know, we never asked you why. We did leave for that to happen specifically. Well, it doesn't matter either way now. I I will say that at this point, probably Tarnock has a brief moment to interject just in this whole conversation happening in the first place. And he just kind of not really nonchalantly gestures for Myra. And he just goes like, you know, like, maybe don't talk about the willing murder of people that you were planning in front of the new people that we have on board. That As he of, does uh, this and looks at her, uh, we're not killing her. <laughs> you just see it like, no, we're not. No, we're not, Ternok. Never mind. Fire well, probably like <laughs> eating breakfast finally this morning. Is like half paying attention to this conversation. Like, who are you killing? Not, not you. Um, but then Ternok will probably also add. I'm adding this, but um, he will say to you, Myra, I'm really sorry. And then he just goes back to eating. Oh, and we do have to tell her at some point what we're talking about. What happened? I trust her. Danny, do you really trust her? Well, I have good memories. I don't know what she's been up to, which we could ask her. And why am I talking if she's not here? Yeah, why? Is it strange that they're talking about you as if you're yeah, not here? Yeah, I'm just like yeah. staring in between. <laughs> like... They do this sometimes. <laughs> and, and he's the leader. I am the leader, yes, I'm sorry, I am the the wise, I'm actually also a king and an amb ambassador, just so you know. Oh, weird. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Roll inside a Barnag roll deception. Mm -hmm. Well, it's more of persuasion, really, because he's convinced about it. <laughs> nah, it's still deception. <laughs> I think it's plus zero for me, if I'm right. 19 for me. Nope, 17 for me. Yeah, that's uh... you. You you know that I'm not an ambassador. He he seems to believe it though, to a certain degree. Okay. Like there's a weird yeah. level of of self 
uh, like lying to himself involved in in the whole process. I would imagine. Ledge king, or rather a king, though I'm one hundred percent sure that that's true. Mm -hmm. Some form of king. Barnack. Mm -hmm. so, so you plan on taking care of that uh, threat to burn down an inn? Yes, absolutely. Oh, right. We are not going to let Finn's tavern burn down. Please. No. Yeah, that, that would be really mean. Um, yeah. And maybe Barnack would get to use his pain on dead people if they're on fire there. We're keeping this one. Now, Welcome to the I... team, Myra. Yep. <laughs> and this time, and this time, Finn might say everything's okay, but no, please, let's help. I know, I know, you guys told me not to tell him everything, and I haven't. Just the important bits about me, but he's important to me, and the tavern's important to me. Uh, I and and, and he, hand on he likely protest. Maybe he'll say everything's fine, but no, this time it's not fine. Okay, I'm done. Tani, you don't have to ask us. We're doing this for you. And for us and for Finn. I we mean, are I... interjecting this time. Although I don't want to, to receive one of those Finn's actual knockout hits. <laughs> he seemed to be pretty strong. So if we interject, I'll be a bit further away with my bow. If he charges me, it's on you, Tani. Why would he? If anything, if... he'd charge Argyle if he shows up. Well, true. We'll see, though. I, I know you just joined, did you just signed the paperwork. But I know Finn, and we have an address to where that person is. I could just let Finn know the tavern's in danger, and then we don't have to personally stop by at all. And you have confidence that Finn could go and clear out this nest of thieves himself? I mean, the thieves really want to be burned alive? I mean, I do get a sense that Finn's more than he seems, but that's an awful lot of confidence. Wait, but we are in the freaking capital of, of the Republic. Why don't we also go to and get a few guards? Well, there's no real evidence to suggest that anything's going on. We just got there's a note evidence from... that, that someone broke out of jail or was let out of jail. Oh, I don't think well, I don't think that was unlawful. They could be in on uh, it even. We wouldn't know. Oh. I mean, at least giving them a heads up knowing the tavern's in danger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's a good idea, because I think yeah. we could do one of two things here. We could either go and pay our gala visit, which I, I really would like tremendously. Um, or we could go to the tavern and lay in wait and give him a pleasant surprise when he stops by. That Would he need to go inside to set the place ablaze? Probably not. If Gore but... was here, he would have summoned his mastiff. Please don't don't mention that dog. I, I miss him already. Core, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, the mastiff too. All right. So 
what what is the plan gonna be here? How are you guys gonna gonna tackle what comes next? Well, we need to also go to Elena Sortenbrands. And it's now. Right? Yeah. It's the morning. Yeah, I just suggest that we do a whole how the tables have turned thing where we attack him over there in the middle of the night and be like, ha ha, you're doing to you what you tried to do to us. Or we uh, go to Finn and we set up over there and we defend the tavern. I like the poetry in ha ha, we are doing to you what you did to us. You don't try to teach us a lesson. Wait, Barnack, <laughs> you like yes. to teach us a lesson. Sorry, what did you what say, Myra? What did you say, Myra? I said, Barnack, you like poetry, and I'll pull out my poetry book. <laughs> I, I do. I sometimes. This is gonna be good. Um. Do you write poetry? No, I just read it. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rhyming, well, not very easy for me. Okay. Well, once we have time, I would like to 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 read it. Okay. And I'll just like show it back into our bag. <laughs> All right. Um so Elena Sorden okay. first then to get her uh -huh. stuff. And I do like the idea of surprising Argyle and sending a note to Finn. Like, yeah, sending a sending a message post. to Finn now immediately would be a very good thing. So let's start with that. Yes. Myra? Yes. You said what? you you have a way to contact Finn right now? Uh yeah. I can do it right now. Um, and I'll start can... casting sending. Okay. You can tell him where where Argyle's hiding in case he wants. Well, to. he got the big guns. No, don't don't tell him that that where Argyle's where he is because we want to surprise him in the night. We don't want Finn to go there before that. I really like that poetry. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> See, he's a leader for a reason. Don't do that then. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, Finn. It's Myra been a while um someone plans while. to burn your tavern down soon okay that's that's where you want to leave it and add, i'll say action hard say hi argyle 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 wants to burn it tomorrow argyle tomorrow burn Okay. Like I'm like out of words. <laughs> so you get to the ending and they're just interjecting stuff. So you're just trying like, Argyle, tomorrow, burn. Um, you just get an emotion back first, which is confusion um, from Finn. And then he goes, uh, Myra, it's good to hear from you again. Thanks for the warning. Come by soon. And that's it. Uh, so you you might even be a little surprised because you've probably not messaged Finn before um, that he seems quite well versed in, in usage of the spell. Like he immediately recognizes his his limited number, um, which suggests that he's not uh, that he's used it before. All right, so Finn has been informed. Um, I guess that's finished. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone gets negative inspiration. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, uh, I, from what I gathered, you guys had planned to set off for uh, for the cross for Lady Elena Sordenbrand's house, correct? 
I guess we just check with Lady Rhaenyra if the role Lord's not up and if she no, thinks he's, he's going to be a while. Uh, well, you hear him in his sleep still kind of talking and like moving and thrashing through the door. Uh, and she confirms that he is not yet available. So I'm going to storm out of the house. and. All right. Storm out. Very nice. I don't know why you're storming because you, you have no reason to be angry. Um, no, but uh, that's angry good. at the world. Uh, okay, teenage teenage Jean Jacques. <laughs> teenage um, So you guys set out, and it is still icy cold. Uh, the wind is still blowing in cold as well, and there is still a now frozen layer of snow in most places. So the streets are kind of caked with mostly um, just just really dirty and broken up snow, uh, in some places ice. But beyond that, everything is still covered in this white blanket Um that, you know, it's both beautiful, but also terrifyingly cold. As you guys set out through the city, um, everyone is, you know, has already woken up. The city starts early, um, and you make it easily enough to uh, Lady Sword and Brand's mansion. Or, well, not mansion, it's really more of a very tall, sort of brownstone house, um, like they have in New York. And um, you're admitted by the same servant, in fact, that you had seen previously, Jean-Jacques, but this time with the whole party. And you are led to a study in which you find Lady Eleanor Sordenbrand. And you also find a, um, a red-skinned tiefling. At first, you might have a moment of concern, thinking it looks a little bit like Lord or, or like uh, Robert Mortimer. But then uh, it turns around, and it's a much younger face. And it's definitely distinctly just tiefling, not any of the um, malformities that, that uh, Mortimer has. And Generath. Um, no, no. Um, it looks like someone from the assembly as well. And in fact, it's a vaguely familiar face as you've seen them last night as well. So for those of you who wish, you can make a history check to see if you can remember um, who it was. It's wit quickly. I hope it's wit quickly. 16. All right, 16. Um, two. Wait, history. Five. Five. All right. Um, so, Barnack, you have no idea. Um, the rest of you uh, don't remember. But Jean-Jacques, you remember, uh, this is Red de Clerc. Um, he is uh, a member of the Assembly and uh, has his own important position. But you can see here that um, he is alone with, with the Lady Elena, and they seem to have been waiting for you um, in some capacity. They interrupt their conversation when you arrive, obviously, so it's not like they were just waiting. But there's definitely a sort of conspiracy to meet with you in this fashion and as you enter um you see immediately from elena a look of concern as she notes that there's a new member among your group um and with with a flick of her wrist the the door closes behind you actually and she looks all of you over stands up and um red actually goes over to the window nearby and just looks out over the street keeps his back to you and you know you can see even Elena has a sort of deference towards him. Not not that he is very much higher in, in the order of things, but more that he is not familiar with the situation and he has a similar rank to hers. As she looks all, over all of you, um, she beckons you closer a little bit and lowering her voice, she says, um, Welcome. May I ask uh, who your new companion is? Well, uh, thank you, Lady Thornton are, as you know, we recently were 
devoid of one of our companions, and the company has sent us reinforcement. This is Moira. Myra. Moira? Myra. 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 Okay. Point towards Myra, indicating that, you know, she should. Okay. Lady Elena kind of straightens up a bit, and she goes over to Myra, and she extends a hand to you. Do you take it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Not enough, like shake her hand a little too forcefully. Do do you uh is does Meyer wear gloves like the? Um, she probably has like the like. Okay. Bracers so, on, but. So you probably feel a surprisingly firm handshake coming back at you, but she holds your hand as well, even once you're done. Like after the you know perfunctory one or two, um, she holds on to it and she looks right into your eyes. She says, "Where are you from, Myra?" I'm from the city. Uh, Setsia. How long have you been a freelancer? Almost three years. Most of that. Should I have any reason to mistrust you? I'd hope you wouldn't have a reason to mistrust me ever. So then I can assume that as these are proven, you'll be faithful, loyal, and that I can trust that everything that goes on between us, remains between us. Yes. Okay. Roll a persuasion check. If I may, as they say. Um... Immediately as you go, if I may, the finger comes up. Like, literally, the the, the finger, oh. you know, that finger comes up. Like, uh-uh. I was so scared. Cause it's a 15, because I get a negative 1. But okay. uh, it was going to be like a 6 and rolled. <laughs> Okay, 16 is good. Um, so, so it's she, a 15 total. All right, so she, she holds on, and there's just this good 10 seconds. She has the finger up for Tani. She just searches Myra's eyes and then releases the hand, steps back, and acknowledging that Barnack is the leader here, um, she looks to him and she says, Any other surprises? Um, not that I know of, no. Welcome, Myra. It is, uh, I suppose, nice to meet you. You can see that she's kind of being formal. doesn't really mean it, uh, as she doesn't like surprises in this case. Nice to meet you as well. Um, in any case, thank you for the services that you rendered me last night. Your effects, and she points to the corner and you see that the haversack is already um, laid out there for you to take um, and to retrieve all of your you know, magical items and things. And um, the gold is still at the Stormcrow Tavern, I believe. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. We only will have a few effects in the in the haversack. So she points to it. I'll go over. And I'll reach in. I'll put the bottle of gin out. Mm-hmm. And I look towards her and I... Mind if I pour us a morning cup? <laughs> they have a very kind of mysterious smile on my face. <laughs> she's she, totally she, out of place. Her, her eyebrows go up and she seems surprised. Uh, she looks over at the man by the window, which you haven't seen her check for anyone else else's input or approval before. Uh, so this is quite new. But then she nods to you um, and pays it no more mind. <sighs> so I'll I'll go over to like a table where there are drinks or whatever, you know. Yeah, there, there's yep. like a literal drink tray with you know several yeah. beautiful glasses laid out and stuff like that, and scotch, brandy, yeah. whiskey, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'll pour it and then I'll. Just give it like a sniff and a, and a once over to double check if there are any signs of any toxins or poisons. Okay. Uh, that I might 
I would say, in that case, make an arcana and a nature check to check for magical and non-magical poison. Great. And, well, green for nature, green for arcana. Arcana is at 25. Nature is at 11. Okay. Uh, You're very sure that there's nothing magically going on with the bottle. Um, For the nature, um, you don't sniff any particular scents or any indications that the, you know, the the viscosity is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with this bottle of uh, gin, as far as you can tell. Yeah. So, I look over towards Mara, and she's, um, you said, Chancy, she has, like, a, 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 you know, an amulet of some kind or a pendant of some kind? Yeah, it's under her breastplate, though. Ah, so we don't see it. Yes, but you can see, like, the obvious chain from it. Yeah, is there any, like, iconography or anything that indicates her, you know, being a cleric? Uh, not overtly outside not of overtly. the... Okay. All right. I look towards it and I just say, then, um, does anybody have any means of detecting substances that are not meant to be? I procured this, and I'm just curious. Um, Like poison or... I do. I don't. All right. I hand it over and I look towards that and I say, I actually procured this from the offices of, I hand it over to you, Barnett. So. Mm-hmm. He's just going to drink it. Yep. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. I just look at it. I started speaking to Lady Ellen and then I look at him and I'm like, Barnett, make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> this is a way to check for poisons if you're in the presence of someone that's important you have advantage against want. poisons right uh yeah i do yeah so go ahead and make an av- uh, advantage to constitution saving throw let me just check constitution saving throw that should be okay right ah not really okay plus two still 19. it's very good very tasty stuff do i detect any kick poison Nope, nothing of the kind that you detect. I don't really detect anything. It's very tasty, though. Gentlemen, can we get to the point? And you see Elena is kind of leaning back against her desk, half standing, half sitting. Um, And she's impatient, clearly. Yeah, so I look at her, as I was beginning to say, I procured Mm -hmm. this from the offices of one... uh, What is her name again? Vista. Uh, Vista. Right? Um, yeah. Vista Nendorius. Um, mm-hmm. This was a gift that was apparently sent by none other than Lord Bilmont. She looks over to the window and she gets a look back from the clerk who actually seems to be taking interest in this conversation. He turns around and she turns back to you. I see. Did you find out what this gift was in thanks for? Well, with some amount of certainty, but please do keep in mind that this is more um, insightful thinking than it is 100% accurate based on uh, evidence. But um, the reason why I took it in the first place is that I unfortunately made the slight slip when um, breaking into a secret chamber within her desk, so I had to cover my tracks a little bit. Um, Within this compartment i found several magical scrolls 
which I believe would have some answers to our questions, two of which were the spell suggestion, if you're familiar with it, one for the spell known as Mind Blank, and one for the spell known as Modify Memory. The final scroll that I found had traces of magical glyphs, but had been expended. This in and of itself was not sufficient for me to conclude my investigation, so I decided to cross the other two names off my list. And, and uh, of the remaining two, only Belmont's office seemed to have more to tell. Within it, I found, um, and I kind of, actually, on the desk, uh, alongside with this bottle of gin and several other items, I found a note that stated, thank you for the hard work, B. And when perusing Lord Billman's office, I found documents that would, to me, indicate that this was his handwriting with a high degree of certainty. Not only that, but I also found several missives from yourself, but also one missive that indicated mistrust in your husband and questions about whether or not action was necessary to what was it? It was like to neutralize him or to kind of get... Was it so um, explicit? In, it wasn't that explicit, no. It was just, no. should we deal with him or not? Should we deal with him or not, yeah. Okay. Um, and I also was able to see that you, my lady, were apparently on the list to be offered something. Or to participate in something. She looks sideways again. I would watch again. her really closely at this one. She looks sideways again. Um... I think without even needing an insight check, all of you can see that there is definite anger on her face um, at suspicions being confirmed. But more than that, uh, she looks sideways, you see the clerk, and he moves forward. His face is impassive, but his voice um, is sort of curious. And he says to her, and to the group as well, Elenite, it sounds like you were right. They did move against him. You must have found out something. But you still don't know what it was. She just shakes her head. He turns to the group and he says, um, Listen, I know that we are not familiar in the way that you are with Lady Sordenbrand, but I believe that there is opportunity here for us to work together more. It is my belief that there is a greater conspiracy within our government which must be uncovered for the good of all. And unfortunately, we have no reason to believe that our own intelligence services are not involved in this conspiracy. Thus, we must look outwardly for help. Now Lady Sordenbrand assures me that you are reliable and from what I have seen and heard so far I can only trust her judgment in this. But know this, this is a task not like anything that you have worked on before I believe or anything that you will work on again. 
And if it proves that you uncover the truth, it may well topple our government. Are you ready to be involved in such an endeavor? I'll look towards Baranak. I'm still holding that rum and I look back Jin. towards you, Jean-Jacques. And, um, uncovering the truth, getting bad people behind bars or where they belong. I think we've always been ready for that, but Jean-Jacques, how are you feeling about that last bit he said? Well, I think that government is or a country is more than its government when one topples another takes a place and it can only be better hmm. well not only but one can help the clerk looks a little amused at those words not mockingly but just that he has thoughts on the topic yeah, I, was, I misspoke when I said only, so I was just like, let's try and salvage it. <laughs> That's good but, enough for me. Yes, and we do have our own reasons to believe that there is a larger conspiracy behind something. Indeed. Well, I would be curious to find out what makes you believe so. But I will not understate the dangers of what I am asking you to do. In essence, you're joining a conspiracy of its own. And for all intents and purposes, if we fail, we may all end up hanging for it. Not a one of us will be able to escape it if we are not successful in getting to our enemies before they get to us. And right now, we do not know who our enemies are or what they are planning. I will ask you to think on this. Lady Swordenbrand will be able to provide you with more information, I'm afraid. I must be on my way, but I will learn if you have chosen to aid us, to stand on the site of everything that is at least truthful, if not good. And if so, then I'm sure that we will meet again. He looks at the, the two that have spoken the most so far, Jean-Jacques and Barnac. And he goes to extend a hand to each of you. Um, I will say probably to Jean-Jacques first. Um, and he no, shakes your hands. It. And um, he will um, pass by the others and just kind of look at each one of you in turn, really catching your eye and watching you closely before he nods and hands out the door. As soon as it slams shut, um, Elena, just you can see her, her knuckles are white from holding on to the desk. And she just turns away towards the window. And actually, she probably snatches the drink out of one of your hands. Like, if, if another drink was poured, she just snatches it up. And you just hear her, son of a bitch! And she just takes a very big gulp from uh, from the gin that was just offered. Um, really hope it's not poisoned. Yeah, I, I take another... Because that's what I would do, I would poison her. <laughs> I'm constantly slowly, slow, slowly drinking. Well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, she uh, she kind of turns around and she says, uh, I don't know where to begin, but 
As Honorable the Clerk said, there is a conspiracy, and we believe it is connected to a proposal for a weapons project that was made during the war by Robert Mortimer. Yeah. It's his return that has caused us to pick up this conversation again. So, I will fill you in. And as she begins talking, we fade to black. And we'll pick up next week with the next episode. As uh, Lady Swordenbrand will fill you in on the details of this great conspiracy that she believes is present within the government of Postitia. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so, uh, welcome properly way. now, Chansey uh, yeah. and Myra. Welcome aboard. Um, I know it's uh, as you you are aware already, but I know it's a lot of information uh, that always comes through, especially when you start out. So thank you for uh, for dealing with us uh, in the way that you have. But I would like to say, um, you know, I don't have necessarily a very long list of specific questions, but we usually talk after our sessions anyway. So I would like to do that now and just kind of discuss how you guys feel about the session, um, the closing of the Equinical Core. Um, leaving, Myra joining. So um, that's kind of really where I wanted to start uh, with Core. So last week, I mean, this is this is a prepared question, but last week you guys saw Core arrested and kind of tried uh, very quickly. And um, in spite of, you know, us understanding that this is also partially because Carlos couldn't continue to play, the in-world ramifications and reasons were very real. So how do, how do your characters feel about that? And uh, you know, let's start with um, let's start with Milos. Uh, but how does Barnack feel about what he saw? Um, a bit angry. Barnack feels a bit angry and also a bit well confused as always. But he also, I don't think it hit him yet that being arrested means not seeing your friend. Like, at least he he knows that that Kor got arrested, but. Mm -hmm. it, just hasn't been real enough because it was just like a few hours and then one night of sleep and that's it and then there were yeah. other things happening so i think he'll realize it soon enough ah uh, so he's still expecting court to kind of just show up kinda yeah right like that knock on the door for barnack that was core oh. Oh, oh that that is heartbreaking <laughs> he might he might have been yeah he might have been holding his head Everyone thought it was from Hangover, but it wasn't. It was basically there's no core. Oh, okay. Um, Sad. On the other hand, Tani, um, you you and Barnack and Core were of course the original three Ashenhearts. Um, how does Tani feel about losing okay. Core? Despite me being not being here in the last episode, I like to think that I was there during mm -hmm. the whole discussion. Yes. Um. And I'm trying, well, I, I can't stop myself from thinking about Kord. That's why I brought up his Mastiff. That's why I briefly said, oh, I miss him. Um, she's trying to tell herself, we'll see him again. We'll see him again. This, is a not, this isn't the last time we'll see him. He's coming back. He's going to be okay. He's, he's going to atone for his sins, but still they're gonna realize that he's good 
at its core. Did I did, did I know that? Um, Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. No, but, the uncertainty but, yeah, on whether or not you tell. nailed it really sealed it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's trying. She's she's thinking about him, and she's like, "We'll see him again." All and right. if if it's not soon, still we're gonna take care of his parents. Okay. And do that. Okay. And uh, Jean Jacques. Well, I think Jean Jacques is a little bit of a more of a cynic. Mm-hmm. So for Jean-Jacques, this is just, and I'll, I'll quote the illustrious Amos Burton in this one, and this is just the turn. Um, okay. You know, Cor is past caught up with him. It's a, you know, it's a shame Jean-Jacques liked Cor, but it's one of those things where he believes this was the end of the road for him. You know, his past caught up, and it's just one of those things like you, you tried too hard, you tried too much, and now you're gonna go back and you're gonna get executed or something you know he he that's i think the the way that his mind was going yeah. you know it's like deal with it right now put it aside and just continue on because that's this is what happens yeah yeah that's fair um okay nicola is obviously different but just you know. yeah no of course i mean i asked about the characters um yeah, yeah. well i mean these things happen um but uh, we'll see if the Ashen Hearts are at least presented the opportunity to do something about it. So uh, I'm sure we'll find out more. In the meantime, um, we, of course, have a new character. And I I just want to know, you know, what is it like to join Chansey? Like, what are your impressions? What does it feel like? Uh, what stands I, out so far? I'm excited. It's really hard to stay on mute the whole time when they're in the, you know, party finding information that, like, peaks my notes. And I'm like... What? 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And what what are you looking forward to the most? Or actually, you watched? Did you watch any of the previous episodes by any chance? I watched six, seven, and part of seven point five. Oh yeah. So were you particularly excited to meet any specific characters um, out of yeah. out of this group, or or to see anything particular happen? Um, I mean, all of them. Like, I'm excited to meet all of them. Just, like, this session alone, like, Barnack. <laughs> I hate him and I love him at the same time. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> okay. Who decided to make him a leader? He, he did. He did. <laughs> That's he the did. thing. He did. And we kind of went along with it. Yeah, they all just agreed. Yeah. He's the leader now. Why are you yeah. encouraging this behavior? <laughs> um okay cool 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 um and again you know welcome welcome aboard of course um question from the chat uh, is for kira uh tani doesn't often show her passion is she holding back or does it take time to come to the surface that's a great question and i was pondering for a while um sometimes uh how do I say? In a world where it's very, a little bit confusing to her, some details here and there, a little bit about the politics, she doesn't quite master it like she sees Jean-Jacques or Turnock doing. Um, in a world full of uncertainties, one thing she does or she is certain about is her friends and the people she knows about, and she tries to hold on to that 
because of her past, because she doesn't remember. So she remembers Finn. She remembers Myra. Now that she was like, oh, I hadn't thought about Myra all these years. Now she's back. Oh, yes, I know her. I trust her. And I trust these people, too. And so <sighs> question is, is she holding back or does it take time to come to the surface? And I would answer just as her ideas sometimes are brewing and come to the surface randomly sometimes or she's pondering about one detail that might not be important but she's like really puzzling over that because she really wants to understand she does hold back i feel like especially during these uh, political things she knows that okay, maybe she should stay quiet, she should behave because maybe something she says will sound dumb and she doesn't want to sound dumb, she wants to be smart. But whenever the topic of friends come up, her her passions do flare up. Yes. So it is brewing and it does flare up. Okay. Very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's really interesting, you know, I think also really cool just that we get to see more facets of all of our characters now, um, now that we have had some time, and also now that you guys have more information to kind of play off of. Um, so I'm definitely interested in, in seeing more uh, of that. And um, I'm also really curious to see how Tani deals with, with the rest of her past, especially, of course, now that Myra is here as well. I think it's becoming ever more, uh, more interesting. I wanted to ask Barnack what did Barnack have any goal or plan in mind beyond take the notes that say the Scarlet Rose sends their regards or yes. was that the plan? No, the plan in, in, in general, the plan was to get to suspicious people mm -hmm. and somehow slip them a note either by having a waiter, bring them a drink and there's a note behind below the drink or something. But at the same time, that's a bit too clever for for Barnack. Like just thinking about that, so he was constantly thinking of how how to give notes to suspicious people, and not getting any proper ideas. And in the end, he was going to just grab a handful of them and just put them in random carriages <laughs> and see what happens in the end. But there were not no real carriages there. Like uh, that's why I asked you that. Right. The the most important part was to give those to give a few of those notes to people that we suspected of either having connections to scarlet rose mm -hmm. or doesn't matter to have let's say an easier way to to realize well to, to have an easier way to find out if they are actually connected or not okay because let's face it m most of these people know who scarlet rose not like who scarlet roses but they know of scarlet rose yeah and if i didn't have any connection to them let's say i was there i was a politician there and i got a note that said scarlet rose sends their regards i would be like i'm out of here or like guards please escort me home or something so by doing that i would know that they are not the ones or rather i'm not the one that has any connections there interesting so okay yeah okay okay but okay. But Barnack couldn't actually think of a good plan to do that. <laughs> so he was hoping someone more clever would help him. But everyone that's clever destroyed those papers. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, 
Does Barnack have any thoughts about maybe that means that the plan wasn't as good as he thought? Or does that not enter oh, no. into his mind? Oh no, there's okay. no there's no the plan failed. He still has the he still has say, six papers. He'll make more. I felt like I had to ask, but I already knew the answer as well. Yeah. <laughs> there was zero chance that there was any form of lesson learned. <laughs> nope. So uh let's do two more questions. So one one from Simon. Uh question for Chansey. Barnack and Tani represent chaos and Jean Jacques slash Turnock represent calm slash authority. Which side do you think Myra will go? Oh, I I mean, just from you said, you know, we were gonna be something nice that I was an agent of chaos last night in the chat. Um, Myra just wants to protect the people she's around. So, you know, she'll just follow whoever and most likely end up with the chaos crew because they're going to yes. be the ones most likely getting in trouble that she's going to need to protect. Okay, okay. So she's going to sort of be their guardian angel to... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, she's not going to... She's going to do the, no, wait, stop. <laughs> Oh, and god. watch it unfold oh god that's gonna be you know the rest of the party is just gonna be like myra can you watch over them and then it's gonna be like yeah sure and then everything i'm gonna to be shit. the worst babysitter ever <laughs> they're most likely that... gonna come back alive but holy shit Probably. does that mean that barnack and tani will have more chances for chaos now oh no yes oh yes i think at some point uh jean-jacques and turnock will have to either embrace it or or find a way to, to stop it all together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I had uh, one more question, which is, what are, to, to Jean-Jacques, what are his thoughts about what happened last week regarding Esme, especially? Because this week he kind of did the whole, like, passing through at least her eye, uh, eye line. And um, obviously they haven't actually interacted directly. So what are his thoughts both before and after uh, everything that's happened? He is, I think, most of all, very intrigued. Okay. Because I think from his memory, and we talked about this, it's been sort of like decades since mm. the two of them were, were an item. I think he, he remembers her as this kind of haughty, you know, um, I get everything that I want, spoiled girl. Yeah, um, but also kind of innocent in a way, right? I think that's yeah, what yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's he was very surprised seeing her in a in a situation where she seemed to be orchestrating this whole exchange between you know okay. the did, the republic and yeah. Did that change his his view of her at all, or does it you know make him interested again in at least meeting her again? I think it's it's definitely piqued his interest because when he first heard about her from Turnock, he was probably like, oh fuck no no, <laughs> I no no, and then he saw her and he was like. Huh. Interesting. I wouldn't say that it's it's reached any levels of, you know, like being romantically interested or anything mm. like that right now, but it's definitely given her a different dimension than he was used to and, and he's like I he would definitely like to have a conversation with her. Okay. Probably while her husband there. Just you know uh, Sure, sure, just to be sure. An honest conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, he's definitely like kind of yeah, just it piqued his interest a little bit, which is why he wanted to like yo what's up i'm here kind of thing like not really you know initiate yeah. anything but just just so you know i'm here yeah okay. so if we run into each other sure we can sure have a conversation okay okay which also means i'll be around somewhere that you frequent completely accidentally sure. at some point as you do, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> all right um very cool 
so yeah i think that that concludes us for the week uh thank you guys so much for playing um for the stream i'm gonna go send a raid over to one of our tabletop tv streamers so please hang out if you can um we are gonna uh do a little um saying hello and that is gonna be the role players guild so uh, please make sure to hang out and tell them that we sent you uh that is slash raid the role players guild but in the meantime um thank you guys so much for watching and uh, to my players of course for playing and we'll see you next week with the next episode of tales of a day bye everyone bye 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 everyone yeah.